Okay, so speaking with you both today, uh, first of all, for folks who may not be familiar with Big City Greens, how would you describe the series? Sure. Um, well, Big City Greens is a, uh, it's basically an animated sitcom about a country family that moves uh, from the farmlands to the big city. Uh, we get to follow Cricket Green and his family. Um, Cricket is kind of a, a mischievous and curious kid who uh, gets into lots of trouble and, uh, and learns a few lessons along the way. He's also voiced by my brother, Chris Houghton. That's right. And uh, we got Cricket live in the studio right here. Oh, sorry. He uh, sometimes possesses my entire being, and uh, I'm, I am but a slave. <laughs> anyway, I'm back. This is Chris. Yeah, kids often describe the show as weird but good weird, <laughs> and I really like that review. Yeah, me too. I feel like kids' reviews have to be one of the most like honest things that you're probably going to get. Yeah, yes. they can be brutal. So weird but good weird is great. Well, take it. That's exactly what you want from a bunch of kids. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Chris, then do do kids, when you get to talk to fans and you go out to events and things like uh, New York Comic Con, which you guys just uh, had recently, do they always ask you to do the voice or are they surprised when, you know, you have kind of two different voices, one that sounds like you and one that sounds like Cricket? Yeah, it's funny because, uh, well, there's a couple pieces to that. One, I sometimes forget I do the voice of Cricket. <laughs> right. I'm not joking when I say that because it's like Shane and I wear so many hats on the show. We're doing so many things. And, and and just you know wearing our producer hats to shepherd and write uh, these these episodes to get them through the pipeline and so the voice of cricket is just one of many hats and so it's been this kind of revelation of like this superpower I now have where when I get when I meet kids I get to do the voice and what's funny is they either have one of two reactions they're either amazed and really really happy about it and it's kind of weird or it's so weird for them that they can't really comprehend why this adult man <laughs> sounds like their favorite cartoon uh, little country boy that they watch on TV and there's like this weird disconnect so I, you know I tell them to like close their eyes or I'll go behind a curtain or something and do the voice and then they're like oh yeah now I, now I hear it it's, yeah it's either wildly entertaining or just melts their brain yeah, exactly. really surreal and the, and it's yeah too weird for them so but it, it's great it's it's such a a, a very cool uh, uh, part of this job. So speaking of the fans out there and the viewers who have you know gotten a chance to enjoy season one, uh, how has the reaction been to that first season and and you know what's the momentum like going into the premiere of season two? Yeah, great. Yeah, um, there's been uh, we've we've had a lot of fans reach out to us, which um, is always a real treat. Um, we've actually had some like physical letters sent to the studio, which is amazing. <laughs> I feel like the only people writing letters are t little kids and and grandmas. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it, so it's so crazy. We had little packages sent to us and fan art, tons of fan art. Yeah, we have sent a, to the offices or posted online. We have a whole hallway in the studio that we've lined with uh, fan art. And uh, and and you have to walk down it to go to the bathroom. So everybody walks down that hallway uh, a few times a day, and it is uh, it is inspiring and exciting to see all that fan art pour in, and uh, it, it's energizing for the crew. Everybody just gets gets pumped up by it, and. Um, so for season one, we had lots of um, we, we established the core family. We, we got them, you know, moving into big city and they're they're discovering their surroundings. Um, we had a big uh, uh, moment that we were building up towards uh, around two thirds of the way through season one when um, the mom comes back from 
uh, she was in jail. And, uh, and so now we've introduced a new family member to the core cast. And then, um, now in season two, we're kind of expanding that. And we want to, we want to reintroduce, uh, Nancy, the mom into the, the family and, uh, and kind of rebuild their relationship, uh, with the mom, the kids. And then we're going to take them out into the world of big city even more. And the world just gets a little crazier, a little bigger, a little more wild. And, um, uh, season two is, is going to be really fun. I'm so excited for the fans to see. Jumping off of that a little bit, since you kind of led me into to this question anyway, is there anything you can tease about maybe some of the new challenges? You mentioned some of the new additions and kind of the changing dynamic for the family, but maybe you can tease some challenges that Cricket and the Green family might face in season two? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the, um, you know, we, we've now written over 100 episodes yeah. of the Big City Greens, which is insane to think about. Uh, they're not all out on TV yet, of course. But as you write more and more episodes, uh, I think it's easy for things to get weirder in the world of, uh, of the show. You know, um, in season one, we spent a lot of time establishing the family, establishing the characters and the relationships and everything. And in season two, we've gotten to play a lot more and, and really like kind of kind of poke and prod our characters and put them in weirder situations and see how they react to this or that. So uh, it's been a lot of fun. Do you want to give some specific uh, yeah. teasers? We have, uh, uh, let's see, we've got uh, Grandma poses as a swamp witch to try to scare away all of her neighbors. Um, we have Remy getting brainwashed by a YouTube influencer. Uh, Gloria, uh, the, the barista at the at Big Coffee right next door, gets stuck uh, in an elevator with the greens for a whole episode. Uh, <laughs> Cricket accidentally uh, basically shaves his head. Accidentally, and uh, has to run and uh, uh, get the assistance of Jonathan Van Ness to fix his hairdo, which is like, oh, weird worlds colliding. Um, We've got so many cool guest stars coming up. We've got Sherry O'Terry is playing this this new kind of villainous character we have in the show named Gwendolyn Zapp, and she's kind of like a you know, uh, a bizarre inventor from Silicon Valley, kind of Elon Musk. Yeah, Elon Musk, Zuckerberg, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. uh, Just kind of a little kooky, but with lots of money working in tech. Um, We have an episode uh, that we have to animate a bunch of it in CG. It's a video game episode. Mm. And so we get to see the greens rendered in uh, 3D animation. Uh, Cricket goes feral uh, in one episode, which is really wild and fun. Uh, there are so many just kind of like really weird and interesting ideas. Um, it, it, it is it is everything that season one was, but amped up. It's funnier. It's sweeter. It's it's got it all. Yeah, and I'm I'm not saying this to be like, ooh, this is a good soundbite, but it is a good soundbite. I'm actually really surprised and very happy that we've been able to tell some of the stories in season two that that Disney's allowed us to go so crazy and weird and funny. Uh, if if you've liked season one, you're really going to like season two. Oh, and we'd be remiss if we didn't mention uh, our Christmas special. We have a half-hour uh, episode that takes place during the holidays, and uh, it is a musical. We have seven songs, and everybody in the Green family sings, and it is uh, really insane. Uh, Christopher Lloyd guest stars. Uh, there's some stop-motion animation in it. It's uh, we really pull out all the stops for the Christmas episode, and it is uh, it's going to be good. That's awesome. It's like you guys are reading my notes over my shoulder because you're just ticking off all the questions I have for you because I'm so excited about it. Um, so and speaking we're like of that, full energizer buddies, just just tell us when to like power off. Oh, I love it. This is all great stuff. Um, 
So for that for that special, was it your first time singing? Were, were other people in the cast, were they excited to sing? Was it a little daunting? Oh, yeah. Well, both Shane and I are really big uh, musical theater fans. We were, in, we were in the drama department together in high school, and same with a lot of our cast. They were all well. Obviously, they're. I mean, they're professional actors, unlike us, who are who are just <laughs> trying our best to pretend. You know, surprisingly, the most of the cast had some sort of musical background, yeah. which we did not know. But we were. Well, we should have found that out before we decided to make a musical. <laughs> hey, but it really worked out. It worked out. So, um, Chris, uh, as Cricket sings, and and uh, Chris and I are both pretty musical, and and we grew up uh, in bands and um, playing various instruments. Um, Mariev, who plays Tilly, uh, w- like worked as a jazz singer for oh, wow. years. Um, and she would travel around and, and do like jazz gigs. So she has an incredible voice, um, which we just showcased in, uh, there's a short that just went out, um, Random Rings, Disney Random Rings, uh, or no, actually, sorry, uh, Broken Karaoke is the one where she sings, um, and she sings a... Uh, kind of rap. Kind of rap, kind of parody of, uh, of the Disney Descendants song, Queen of Mean. She does a spin and does Queen of Nice. Um, so if you're... Robot. Yeah, love real fire bop. Uh, the kids are saying real uh, super super male and uh, on fire. Yeah, uh, Bob Joel, the guy who plays Bill, um, actually uh, worked at Disney World uh, in the the band that like comes out and plays as a tuba player. Um, so he's got a musical background. He also did like some music copyist work, and uh, probably Artemis, who voices Grandma, was the the least musical, but. Uh, she was great, and uh, yeah. the grandma bits are really fun. I'm definitely looking forward to that, but I'm glad you mentioned Random Rings because I'm kind of curious how they came together. Where did that idea come from? And they're so much fun to listen to. I'd imagine they're a blast to make. So how did that all come together? Yeah, they are. They're, they're one of the, it's a special project where it is literally as much fun to make those <laughs> as they are to watch because, um, you know, we uh, I okay. One day I was uh, trying to entertain myself, and I decided again I have this new superpower of doing Cricket's voice, and so I I get calls from like telemarketers and stuff, and I I always like to mess with them, and so I started using Cricket's voice and calling people and 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 goofing off, and uh, and then I thought. Hey, what if we actually did this uh, in a legit and professional manner <laughs> and made little shorts? You know, seeing Cricket and Tilly, um, you know, at first we were calling them prank calls, but we realized that they're not really pranks. It's really just seeing Cricket and Tilly's take on the world in different subjects. And uh, so we were able to work with Disney and they were really accommodating to, to figure out a way to uh, – to make these little calls and, and we, we then edit them down and they just get weirder and, and, and more fun. Yeah. Those are the, the random rings. And yeah. did you ask about random rings or broken karaoke? Uh, I asked about random rings cause you mentioned that okay. broken karaoke. Feel free to speak on that too. Yeah. The same department, there's a new shorts department uh, run by Gino Guzzardo who uh, is doing great. And, um, uh, Broken Karaoke is the other one where uh, where they sing, uh, and, and Mariev, uh, the voice of Tilly, when she was singing, she said uh, she had the heart, that was the hardest record she's ever had because it was uh, so funny and weird that it was hard for her to sing straight and not just laugh throughout the whole thing. <laughs> That's too good. Um, I, I love how you guys have kind of leveraged all these different platforms to be able to get different pieces of the story out there and explore different kind of angles of your characters. It's not, you know, it's kind of non-traditional. So with Disney Plus coming out now, uh, it's been announced that Big City Greens will, of course, 
beyond there as well. Has that changed anything for your production process, either approaching it in season two or, or looking ahead? Does anything change with that, or is it just good to have another outlet for your, your show out there? Yeah, well, we definitely we definitely have some fun ideas uh, in the uh, in the pipeline. Um, but uh, yeah, we like creating any type of uh, content where our viewers can spend time with the characters. So uh, really excited to see what we can do with the Disney Plus uh, and and kind of see what new ways we can you know uh, tell stories and explore uh, you know the, the Greens perspective on life and uh, big city. We're hoping Disney Plus will um, be a way that maybe a new audience can discover the show. Uh, if people don't have Disney Channel, um, but they've maybe seen clips on YouTube, we have a lot of clips on YouTube that have uh, kind of blown up. And um, if for whatever reason they don't have access to Disney Channel, Disney Plus is just another way to uh, uh, discover the show. So, yeah, we're very curious to see uh, what happens with that. Yeah, I have to be honest, like for me as someone who doesn't really have that cable because I rely mostly on my screeners or, or access like this for the job, but I yeah. can't wait you, to... You are not in the minority. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But I can't wait to just kind of be able to have that all at my fingertips and be able to access it and be able to just queue yeah. up one of the episodes. And I'm speaking, you know, specifically about your show as well, be able to queue that up whenever I want and catch up on stuff and watch, you know, the Halloween special last year and get ready for the Christmas special this year. So really exactly. look Exactly, yeah. Yeah, we, we are too. I think it'll be really cool. And, and fans have been asking for it for a long time. And, and uh, you know, uh, this is it's going to be big. Awesome. Before I run out of time with you guys today, in addition to season two coming up and you've got Broken Karaoke, I'm guessing there's more of that coming and more random rings coming up. So what else is in the, the pipeline for you guys that's coming up? Yeah, so uh, season two is going to be a total of 30 half hours, yeah. so that will be 60 11-minute episodes, um, and, you know, starting on uh, November 16th, and uh, and then we'll be airing in chunks uh, for the next, you know, foreseeable future, and um, so that's kind of the, been the main chunk of our time. We're still working on a lot more short-form uh, content as well, so there's more random rings coming up. I think there's 10 more? Yeah, yeah, we're doing a lot more random rings and even trying to switch up the format a little bit that I think viewers really like. And um, like Shane said, like playing around with putting stuff on YouTube, um, it's cool. It's a different medium. We get immediate feedback. A lot of our fan base is on YouTube, and it's been a great way to introduce the show to new audiences, but then also give people who have been watching the show and, you know, they write in, I've seen every episode five times. Well, then here's a new thing that's attached to Big City Greens, but it's a little different. And uh, so we've got a lot more short-form YouTube stuff coming and other projects that we can't quite talk about. <laughs> uh, look, it's probably way too early to ask this question because it feels like this series is just kind of like just gathering its own momentum and there's still a lot of stories to tell. But do you both have an end game in mind or do you have a specific way that you would like to see the story either conclude eventually or transition to maybe something else? Yes, uh, we we have we do have an ending in mind for the series. Um, it's something that uh, we've been working towards and that that we want to tell at some point, but uh, we're not ready to do that just yet. Um, but we, we we are working towards something. So um, uh, hopefully, though, we'll have we'll have plenty of chances to tell lots more stories uh, before we get to that ending. Fair enough. Uh, I think in closing, before I get cut off here, I want to say uh, thank you so much for your access today, but also thank you for that uh, this premiere, the season two premiere, which I absolutely adored. It may surprise you to learn that one of my favorite characters was the inanimate object known as the Kludge. Uh, 
because I, I drive a car, I drive a Jeep that was made in the previous century and it's still going. So it, it just does my heart good to see that the clutch yeah. is still with that, the green car. Right. That, that's great. Yeah, that, that, I feel like everyone's got a clutch in their life or, or RIP had a right. clutch yeah. in their life at one point. So that, that's great to hear. Take care of her. Yeah. <laughs> take care of her. Will do. And you guys take care as well. Thank you so much for joining me for the chat today. 